I'm Dr. Orion Taraban, and this is PsychHacks, Better Living Through Psychology. And the topic of today's short talk is an update to the gift of your absence. So this video, The Gift of Your Absence, is the video that most likely brought you to my channel. It now has over 100,000 views and is by far my most watched episode. And so I thought at this milestone, I would release a brief update to this video. First of all, I'd like to say thank you so much for taking an interest in what I have to say. It's actually pretty rare for people to care about your thing, and I'm very grateful for your support. So let's keep growing the channel together. Now, I want to take this opportunity to clear up a few points of potential confusion that may have arisen from that video. First and foremost, I want to emphasize that the primary goal of giving folks the gift of your absence is not to encourage people to chase after you in some indirect or manipulative way. This can happen, but it's best if this is not the primary intention behind doing this. If for no other reason, then we're not often as cunning as we think, and people generally react poorly to feeling manipulated. It backfires as a strategy. The fundamental goal of giving people the gift of your absence is to increase your own self-value by exercising self-respect. It's demeaning in the long run to remain in a relationship, whether it's personal or professional, where you feel consistently undervalued. Life really is too short for that. So we model for others how to respect us by first and foremost, respecting ourselves. Now, pulling back also generally increases perceived value. This is economics 101, people. Scarcity creates value. So if you've shown up well in that relationship, whether you're a good worker or a great wife or a good boyfriend, and you make your presence scarcer, regardless of how you've been treated in the past, this will tend to increase your perceived value in that relationship. However, I'd like you to consider that this is kind of an extra bonus that comes with increasing your own self-value by exercising self-respect. And whether you ought to put too much stock in whether someone who has consistently undervalued you suddenly has a change of heart is another story. Like any other gift, you shouldn't give the gift of your absence with strings attached. So do it for you. Now, a criticism that a few people have leveled at this strategy is that it's passive aggressive. And I can kind of see how pulling back or not responding could be seen in that light. However, I'm gonna respectfully disagree with that assessment. If done properly, the gift of your absence is neither passive nor aggressive. I mean, it's certainly not passive. In this case, you're taking steps to remove yourself from the relationship. That's active, not passive. And it also shouldn't be aggressive. There is no door slamming or name calling or backhanded snipes. Otherwise, your absence wouldn't be a gift. It would be a relief. The intention isn't to hurt anyone else. The intention is to stop hurting yourself by remaining in an actively antagonistic relationship. To me, it would be passive aggressive to remain in that relationship and withdraw emotionally or refuse to talk with them or some such thing. You see the difference? It's also important to keep in mind that generally, when people decide to leave a job or leave a relationship, it's not the first thing that they tried. By the time they've gotten to this point, they've spoken with their boss or had multiple conversations with their partner and have tried any number of strategies to communicate their dissatisfaction and distress. People typically don't say, okay, bye the first time things go sideways. So we kind of have to assume that people arrive at the strategy because nothing else has worked and expecting 
that you're somehow going to get through to somebody when nothing else has worked by sticking around is lunacy. Like I say in my episode to hope is to wait, if you're going to wait, you need to have a reasonable hope of obtaining the desired outcome through patience. And if you've exercised all these other options, you don't have that reasonable hope. And so on some level, you owe it to yourself to take yourself out of that relationship, whatever it may be. Finally, I did get a number of people reaching out to me asking, well, what if you live with the person? What if you can't otherwise avoid this person? What do you do then? And unfortunately, the answer is that you can't give such people the full gift of your absence under these circumstances. But there are other things you can do to make your life more bearable, and I'll make another episode on how to handle those situations in the future. So, thanks again for your interest. Here's to the next 100,000. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe for the algorithm. And if you'd like to schedule a consultation, you can reach me at psychaxpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.